This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, now let's talk about your dog. I know everybody loves talking about their dogs. Is your dog sociable? Does it like getting along with other dogs? Does it have fun? Or is it uh, really more of a loner? Well, we're going to talk about this personality trait and what it means for the health of your dog now with the help, of course, our contributor, Claire Allen, because she loves talking about dogs. Right, I love, Claire? I do. I love dogs. All dogs. I know. I send any kind of thing I see about dogs, I always send it to you. Perfect. Keep sending them. <laughs> <laughs> like this story, which came across your desk about some research at UBC. What is this about? Yeah. So, Simi, before I worked at NW and we chatted about different topics every day, I was a uh, university student at one point who still loved dogs. So now you're a producer that loves dogs. Yes. Okay. Not, just the <laughs> not title has changed. changed. <laughs> um, and uh, at the time, I ended up adopting a dog. But before that, I couldn't. I didn't know if I was ready for the commitment, so I'd foster a bunch of dogs, dogs that would come in from different parts Aww. around the around the United States. I would foster them. And at, while I was volunteering, I was told that there were certain dogs who were vulnerable, such as you know puppies that have low immune systems. Um, or um, pregnant pregnant dogs. And so those dogs would be moved to f- people who would foster like myself. So I thought that's what a vulnerable dog is, you know, a compromised immune system or, vul- right. or pregnant puppy, et cetera. So those dogs would come to me and they would live at, a fo- at my house in, as a, in a foster situation and then be adopted out. However, new research from the University of British Columbia has found that there may be another factor that plays into whether a dog will become sick after entering a shelter. And that factor is sociability. Oh. Yeah. So I was quite intrigued. So I spoke to Dr. Alexandra Popova, an assistant professor at UBC's Faculty of Land and Food Systems, about her study and what it revealed about dogs. We took a look at 84 dogs coming into a local city shelter. And just on intake, we looked at their behavior and uh, we conducted a, a behavioral assessment that consisted of looking at the dog's activity levels, their sociability, and how curious they were about a novel object that was placed in an outdoor pen. We also looked how they behaved towards a human inside the kennel. And then given uh, we recorded those behaviors, and then we tracked their illness as they stayed in the shelter with continuous clinical exams to see if they were getting sick and how, kind of how quickly they were getting sick in the shelter. Um, And so what we found was really striking that even though time in the shelter was the biggest predictor of illness, so the longer you stayed in the shelter, the more sick you were. But excitingly, we also found that behavior also mattered, that dogs that were exhibiting more sociable behaviors towards humans in that sociability test as well as the um, in-kennel assessment where they were jumping uh, on the kennel Um, In the sociability assessment, they were jumping on the person, leaning on the person. Those dogs were also more likely to become sick. And so this was quite exciting because this is something that we did not know before, that uh, we could, in fact, predict who was going to become sick based on this um, initial assessment of of behavior. Okay, so now I'm a little bit worried because I have a dog that is very sociable with humans. Mm -hmm. Well, what that's that what, mean? we'll get to that later about how she'll explain sort of the link there. Now, I was a little confused when I heard this because I didn't really understand the link between a dog's sociability and in its increased possibility to contract an illness. Um, so when I asked Dr. Protopopova to explain the link, she said that there are two sort of hypotheses that she has. The first is called 
the risk of parasitism hypothesis. And that's the idea that if you are more social, you are therefore, you would encounter more pathogens, which could lead to an increased risk of illness, right? So like if you're out there doing things, you're probably going to come into contact pathogens. Therefore, you could get sick. That even applies to us humans, right? So however, this didn't really... Dr. Potapova said that this, she didn't think that that actually was what was happening because she said that most of these dogs were actually grouped housed in these shelters and the conditions weren't exactly sanitary. So all the dogs were still, um, they were still uh, exposed to the same level of pathogens. So she thought that that wasn't what we were seeing. And so she said she had another idea of what it could be. So there is another hypothesis to explain this, is that, and, and this is something that I'm working on right now, to figure out if dogs may have given up in some way their immune function to get sociability. Oh, that yeah. doesn't sound good, though, for people with sociable dogs. Right. So I asked her, like, what exactly does she mean? How does this apply to dogs? And recently, there has been this suggested in dogs that there may be the Differences in coping style uh, and the ability to cope with stressors may be related to this kind of idea that uh, there are some animals putting more resources into reproduction and some more resources into immune system function. And in the dog's case, it's a very, um, it's, it's a bit more, it's, it's quite different from other species where humans are involved. If you look at the natural habitat of a dog, they really are in villages. They're not in pet homes. The dog that we know and love in our pet home is kind of a, it's not the standard way of living. So if you look at the overall population of dogs in the world, about I think 80% or so are living outside of the home. And for those dogs um, in, those, in those villages, those village dogs, uh, they do rely on humans for survival. Um, and so could it be the case that there are these adaptive strategies where dogs are trading off immune system function to get that sociability? And so, of course, this is a, a wild hypothesis and one that I would like to pursue further. Interesting. So it's like survivability versus like protecting themselves from this. Yeah, exactly. So her she hypothesized uh, that a dog's willingness to trust humans and the correlation with a weaker immune system in those particular dogs could be an evolutionary trait. So that, yes, if you are relying on humans for medical care or, you know, um, being able to access food, they may not be, the humans may not be feeding the dogs directly, that that has led to a lower, a weaker immune system. But they still have to do it because that means their survival. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite interesting. It is. And um, Dr. Potopopova said that her research is actually relevant to all dogs, not just feral dogs or shelter dogs. Shelter dogs are not fundamentally different from pet dogs. Shelter dogs are pet dogs who have found themselves in the shelter for various circumstances, very much always uh, through no fault of their own. And so with that in mind, these shelter dogs are your dog. It, it, they're the same, the same dogs that we're looking at. And so what that means is that if you have a, a highly social dog towards uh, a dog who is very highly social towards people and that dog finds themselves in a stressful environment, that dog now is uh, at a higher risk for upper respiratory infection or kennel cough compared to a dog who is less social towards people. Oh, so how do you protect your dog from this then? Right. So the regular thing that you can do is just to make sure your dog's vaccinations are up to date, right? Like that's a very easy thing that every responsible dog owner can do is just to make sure that they get every single vaccine that your vet recommends for your dog. Um, And I have dealt with animals that do have kennel cough and it's a very tough disease for especially little puppies to get over. So you just want to make sure that if your dog's super social, like your dog with humans, my dog. My dog thinks it is human though. That's the difference. My dog loves 
those people too. You just have to make sure that uh, you get all your the vaccinations. And also, uh, Dr. Potapopova said that she's hoping animal welfare groups will actually use her research to create an assessment tool to identify social dogs when they come into a shelter. And therefore, they'll know that that dog might be at a higher risk of contracting an illness. So immunize those dogs first. Well, that and also maybe find another place for that dog to go. Because, you know, shelters as much as people do a lot of good work there. But the fact is... It's a shelter. It's a shelter. And there are a lot of diseases going around. So So maybe your house. Yes, maybe my house. <laughs> if only my strata would let me have more than more one dog. Dogs. Exactly. Yes, that's what she Come would on like down, to dogs. <laughs> Thanks for that, Claire. Thanks, Amy. That is Claire Allen, our contributor to the show, talking about the health of your dogs.